0: Everybody,
1: welcome. <laughs> welcome to the Girls Game Please Podcast. I'm Anna. Wait, we're not using this, are we? I hope we do. Uh, and I'm Foz. <laughs> this, this is stuff that's so funny. We're <laughs> questioning the
0: world Okay, so Foz and I were just talking and we were like, okay, what should we talk about this episode? And then we just started talking and we we're like, you know what? That could maybe be a good segue into the f- episode. So I was just saying that like, I was just dating somebody. He's 34. Not dating strong term like they went on a few dates yeah like we're going on dates we're not like in a relationship and I was just saying that like he's 34 and she's like oh my gosh aren't you 26 and I was like yeah but like I feel like my ideal age is like 31 like I just want somebody who's like stable established and that's probably like maybe not necessarily like ideal like that's not necessarily like something to like like you should be looking at like communication styles and like compatibility you know what I mean but my like last phase of life was just like so hectic and chaotic that I really am attracted to just like stable, established people. What do you think your life's gonna be like in ten years?
1: Oh god. Um oh, okay, well, I hope I still live either where we live now in a bigger sorry I'm trying to censor it or whatever. Um I was <laughs> so hard to think. I hope I'm living in the same city we're still living Mm -hmm. in or in a similar mid-sized city yes um as far as my career which maybe it's a red flag that's the first thing i think about don't know Mm -hmm. um (laughs) probably (laughs) meant more like have a family um not necessarily though that's
0: like don't think you have to have family just because that's, like, what society has always said, you know?
1: Yeah. I'm not going to let the pressures get me down. Or maybe I will. I don't really know. Hey, did you know that
0: it's statistically proven that people who have kids, their happiness from a day-to-day, like, on a day-to-day basis significantly decreases until their kids are like 18, so...
1: Oh, uh, that's yeah another another win for yeah. the the child list. Well, I, I could like have a whole separate like. Would I think you? we have it on our list of like is having children ethical like still. Yes, well let's
0: get into it. Oh okay. We're side talk tangent about that. off the side tangent and then we'll just loop it all back around.
1: Okay. Well, so <laughs> my well I'm just gonna off the cuff mm-hmm. my I like that's something I constantly kind of think about because I think yeah. that. Well, at least for me, like having children isn't necessarily expected. You know, I'm yeah. not, I haven't always grown up in like, oh, I can see myself as a mother. Like, yeah. I think that could be a wonderful part of my life mm-hmm. if there's a lot of other things that are in place, you know? Yeah. I think part of that goes back to your partner and how you guys mm-hmm. see raising a, a child yeah, or children. Yeah. Um, the career aspect is another thing because, you know, it's always mm-hmm. an issue with moms is like you can't have it all, or you can try to have it all. And it's like, who's taking care of the kids while you work? And there's a bunch of other things to unpack with that. Um, but, you know, as we move into, like, passing on trauma to children mm-hmm. or, like, what is the best way to raise them? You know, you can have the best intentions, but mm-hmm. you never really know what's going to happen. Yeah, and it's
0: hard to know your own trauma when it's so it's like the oxygen you breathe like you don't really notice it's around you because it's always there and constant so sometimes it's really hard like even if you're intentionally trying to break the cycle and process your trauma it can be really hard to even like be aware of certain things that have always existed in your life
1: yeah well and that's something that you know I'll talk about with my mom like she'll be like Mm -hmm. if I'm going through a hard time or something she's like was it something that I did and it's like I mean, maybe, but also, like, I'm not going to fault you for that because mm-hmm. you were being a parent for the first time. Yeah. You were doing the best you could with what you had. Not, yeah. not in, like a struggle upbringing way. I just mean, like, <laughs> different choices of things. I mean, like,
0: bringing life into this world is so mind
1: boggling. Like, even if you read all yeah. the books and did
0: all the classes, like, it's still, like, trial by error.
1: Yeah. And I mean, even just, like, being pregnant, like, the delivery, all of that stuff mm-hmm. is, you know, it could be life-threatening, like, yeah. Um, and then there's there's not good resources set up in this country for, you know, maternity leave, paternity mm-hmm. leave, um, child care, I mean, I have what most people would consider, like, a good, stable, well-paying job, mm-hmm. and I'm still concerned about, am I going to be basically spending a paycheck every week so that my kids can be watched by someone else and then yeah. I'm working and am I just working so they can be watched by someone else? Like yeah. is that what does that mean? Um
0: Yeah, that's I don't so know. true. And I do think it's really hard to like I know that some people, especially people who are more religious, like view life as a gift. Mm-hmm. And I I think everyone in my family like had the best intentions, like most families and like did the best That they could with, like, what they knew at that time. But, like, I definitely had, like, a very, like, emotionally chaotic first, like, 25 years of life. And, yes, like, all of my needs were met. Like, not, I should say, physical needs. Like, food, water, and shelter, for sure. Mm. I always had those, which I'm really grateful for. Like, not everybody has that. But in terms of, like, emotional needs and, like, a sense of belonging... Mm. My, like, early, like, phase of life was just filled with so much shame. And I really actually, like, I feel like writing a book just sounds so intense. So I hate that, like, phrase. But, like, I, like, love, like, writing about this idea of the things they didn't know they taught us. Mm-hmm. And, like, thinking about how, like, like parents and grandparents, like, teach us, like, ways to shame ourselves which they didn't even realize they taught us because they were just taught by their parents and their grandparents and we're just, like, pushing all this stuff on, kind of like you were saying, to our kids unintentionally. And it's so painful, so toxic. But, like, people don't even necessarily know that they're doing it. And also, to be fair, like, sometimes, like, I feel like in a rare instance, there's some people who do know they're doing it. So that's, like, a different story, but just, like, assuming the benefit of the doubt, I feel we teach children a lot of things that aren't necessarily constructive without realizing it, and I feel like in my case, like, a lot of that was, like, shame, like, there was so, so much shame, and, like, my family's interpretation of Catholicism was very shame-based, and, like, Catholicism has a lot of shame built in already. Wasn't
1: there, like, what is it, oh, confessional?
0: Yeah, like confession. Yeah. Did you do that? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And it's like, confession is like God loves you no matter what. But the thing that really gets me is the idea that you are born sinful. Mm. And that, and that's just not like specific to Catholicism. That's just like the Bible and Christianity is that you're born sinful because Adam sinned, right? He like ate from the forbidden tree. He ate fruit from the forbidden tree. Wait, I tree. thought it was
1: Eve that did that first. Right. isn't it like they want to bring her down and then everyone's like, oh, she's a woman. And then right. it's like... It probably was Eve. Uh, for those wondering, I'm a little rusty on some of my uh <laughs> religious stuff. But I was raised Lutheran, technically. Mm-hmm. Did go through confirmation and then fell off. So.
0: Yes. And I have ADHD, so I just mix up all the facts. I say that my brain is like a really messy unorganized library like all the facts are there she got cataloged yeah i just can't access them when i need them so it's like laying in bed tonight i'm like oh no it was eve like i know that but it's just like i can't like access the right information when i want but anyways
1: so they're sinners
0: basically (laughs) yeah for sure and like eve was built from Adam.
1: Oh, the rib or something. The rib right? of
0: Adam to serve Adam. So there's just, like, I mean, that's not necessarily based on shame, but that's just, I think, a lot of, like, structural things that we still see in society. Like, women should serve men. Men are superior. Um, like, women are, like, guilty and sinful and responsif- like, responsible for any fault of man. Like, a lot of those ideas I think we see in society which aren't constructive. Which aren't constructive. But getting back to my main point, like, Catholicism's interpretation... Or maybe it was just, like, the church. And, like, maybe it was just, like, the churches I went to. Or, like, maybe it was just, like, my family's interpretation. I don't really know. Like, I like to, I personally feel like my childhood church was, like, pretty open. But, like, more of, like, my parents' church back home was a little bit more, a little bit more strict. And I just really think it was, like, my family's interpretation. Mm -hmm. And so the really big thing that got me is, like, this idea that we are all born sinful. And you need to come. Constantly try to be proving yourself to God to try to get into heaven. But you know that you'll never, ever be able to be good enough because you are inherently... You're inherently sinful as a human.
1: Aren't we, like, all supposed to be a part of God's kingdom?
0: For sure. and so like, I feel like some of my cousins are more, like, spiritual or, like, non-denominational. And I feel like non-denominational, like... Churches are more like, we are all a part of God. You know what I mean? I think Mm -hmm. they focus more on the, we all are a part of God community. Where, like, my growing up was very much so focused on, like, the sin part. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. And that's just, like, my perspective, obviously. But, like, and I just think it was, like, a lot of, like, my family's culture a lot. Like, it was just, like, like, I don't want to, like, call anybody out, but, like, Mm -hmm. eating at, like, eating meals as like a large family like I'd be told to stop eating you know what I mean like stop eating Anna. you're gonna get fat and so like that's what I'm saying and like I don't think anybody had bad intentions I just think that they heard that growing up and didn't realize that wasn't okay to say like boss Mm. I'm not kidding you I went to college and my world opened up and my friends bless their souls were like Anna like you can't say that to me like that's mean
1: and I, like... Wait, what were you saying? I
0: think I said something about, like, the mean fat or something. Oh, my God! <laughs> I, I, it's so bad. Like, I literally didn't know that was a mean oh, thing to say dear. because I had heard it my whole life. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just thought that's what, like, you... Like, I just thought that's what you say to people. Like, I literally didn't no.
1: realize
0: it was mean because I had been told that and heard that
1: mm-hmm.
0: my whole life. Yeah. And they were tough. like, that makes me sad, Anna. Like, you can't say that to me. And I was like... Oh,
1: like literally, yeah. I mean, I shouldn't be like laughing. It's just, you don't know if that's what you've grown up with. You don't know any different. And I'm sure your parents weren't like, you know, our vision for our daughters is to have them grow up to be so body focused and then call other people out too. But, you know, it's it's tough.
0: For sure. And it's just like, I'm sure that like, family members heard that from, like, their parents and their, like, grandparents and, like, I really, the family member who said it, I really don't think they realized it. Mm -hmm. I think it was just, like, so a part of, like, this is life. You know what I mean? I don't think they, like, realized, really. And so, like, when I say that, like, I feel like my childhood was, like, emotionally chaotic, it's, like, that's one very small piece of it and a lot of other pieces that, like, I just feel like there was a lot of there was a lot of lack, there was lack of ownership, Mm. and a lot of responsibility put on me as a child to take care of the emotional state of adults, and so instead of just being like a carefree child, making mistakes, learning, and growing, I was like heavily shamed if an adult, and this isn't true for all the family, like specifically like I feel like my relationship with like one family member, but we'll just keep it anonymous, like I was responsible for their emotional state.
1: Mm.
0: And if they ever felt a negative emotion, I was heavily punished and shamed for it because I'm supposed to like manage their emotions and make sure that like nothing negative or unpleasant ever like gets to them because I should catch it first and like make up for it and fix it. Like I was genuinely emotionally responsible for this adult, like, since birth, like, as a small, small child. Uh, And that's what I'm saying, like, where I was, like, emotionally, like, chaotic and just, like, so, just so, so unpleasant. Like, I genuinely, like, didn't want to be alive as a child. Like, as, like, a uh, small, small child, I'd be like, Mom, like, why do we have to be here? Like, our family was religious, and I was like, why would God send us here? Like, I don't want to be here. Why do I have to be here, like, on earth? uh, And like, so I just feel like, wow, see, this is the issue with side tangents, I can't remember where they started. (laughs)
1: But, well, we're talking about, you know, raising children and yes. yeah, how our choices could impact their upbringing yes. and their worldview. And yours yes. was very clearly shaped by some strong figures that...
0: Yes. Like, that, like, we're probably just doing the best that they could, but yeah. really, really impacted my life to the point that as, like, a small child, I didn't want to, like, be alive. And I just, like, agreed, mm. made an agreement with myself as, like, a small kid that, like, this is my time. I have to ride it out. and so I feel like when we have this conversation like bringing kids into the world like I definitely don't view it as a gift Mm -hmm. you know and like even when I am more like like spiritual and like I believe in like a god figure I'm like why not just keep the babies in heaven you know what I mean like I don't think that like I don't necessarily think that get like what like bringing someone in this world is a gift I naturally love children and I love to watch them grow and learn and like I would want to have children for that sense like I just Mm -hmm. like it would be a selfish desire because like I just like love kids and I really can't explain it like I just really genuinely think it's so fun how they're like learning things for the first time and they just like offer such a fresh perspective that as an adult you forget like you forget that snow is so exciting because when I see snow I'm like oh my gosh the roads are gonna be awful for the next six months you know but like kids are like out of their mind like it's magic and it's just like so fun to like see the world through their eyes and like watch them learn and grow it's just like I love kids I really do but I definitely like in like if I had children I'd be taking on the burden that like I'm doing this for a selfish reason because I want it yeah and it's not necessarily a gift to them so anyways getting back to our first thing is like I am really interested in, like, older men who are, like, established and stable because I feel like specifically the last, like, f- seven years have been a lot more chaotic than, like, like my early childhood. Um, but I feel like I do look for, like, that stability, whether that's, like, constructive or not.
1: yeah I think probably generally speaking I mean you would think that if you were dating Mm -hmm. someone older they would in theory have their life more together but there's always like those 40 year old men who are like yeah I'd like to have kids someday and it's like yeah someday is like right now yeah (laughs) you don't want to be like 65 at your fourth graders like middle school graduation what? or whatever. And my dad
0: died. Like, he got diagnosed with cancer when he was 49. And he died? Oh, I didn't realize he was 49. He was 49 I think he your died? parents are
1: younger than mine. Cause how long, long was be? that? A couple
0: years ago? It was, it'll be five this summer. Oh, he wow. okay. lived for about a year and a half because he chose to do chemo. So yeah. he died when he was 51. So like, I was thinking about that, like that example right there. Mm-hmm. Like if like that 40 year old had kids And got cancer and died at 51, their kid would be 11. Yeah, that's
1: a lot. Which, like,
0: isn't necessarily true. Like, you can't necessarily, like, predict, like, that's, like, how it's going to go. But one thing I really do like about... I feel like I really value when people, like, know what they want. Mm. And I feel like definitely, like, time helps you... Oh, yeah. Figure out what you want.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean... You're more sure of yourself, you've lived more years, you kind of seen yeah. different people. I mean, even I feel like if you're going on dates and stuff, that will help narrow things down really quickly. I mean, yeah. you get to see different things.
0: Oh my gosh, you really do. I and mean, it's like, so I'm on dating apps, and it is so hard to tell from a dating app, like if you should like put energy into someone. You make a lot of snap
1: judgments. They could be good, they could be bad. I mean, you don't know, really. Yeah, and it's like, how am I supposed
0: to like prioritize or figure out which one of these profiles I should put energy into because it's like how much would I know
1: well I think that this is something that I think differs for women is it's like you're kind of like well I'm kind of on the fence but if they had an amazing personality like that would really sway me so then you're like well, we'll see and then they just completely disappoint you and you're like oh no like nothing's working but yeah
0: just like I love people and I just like love like getting to know people's story but finding someone to be a life partner seems impossible because I don't expect anyone to be perfect I know I'm not perfect but to find somebody who their imperfections are compatible with my imperfections sounds impossible like in terms of friendship like we can be friends, like it's not like we're building a life together. Yeah. But like to build a life together like, that you just have to be so compatible.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you have to be certainly have to be compatible, but there also I think has to be a willingness on both mm-hmm. sides to like try and make it work because That's I mean true. you would have like that spark or whatever, but
0: Yeah. It uh, like fades. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I don't know. Wait,
0: has have yours has your spark not faded?
1: Well, my partner and I broke up and then got back together, so, did so you, like, you re- tell me.
0: Okay, so you're, your spark faded, and then you broke up. So is your spark well, back?
1: Well, we got back together, so yeah. And how recently? Um, uh, God, okay, so for the, for the listeners who are <laughs> obviously just dying to know, um... Uh, My boyfriend and I went to school together, Um, so we lived on the same floor freshman year. We were friends in the same friend group for three years, then we started dating, we were dating for three years. Um, Then, and I I know people are really just dying to know, um, we started pharmacy residency at the same time in different, um, about an hour away from each other at the start of the pandemic. So. You've got two people who are working crazy hours in different areas with a ton of life changes, you know, post-grad, pandemic, all of that stuff, new job, stressful job. Um, where was I going with this? Basically, we Dear just couldn't... Spark. I mean, we just couldn't fight through it, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he was working every... He was working 12 on, two off, and I was working every third weekend. So, like, there is a 12 on in there at some point, but basically, if you're doing the math, it, 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 it's grueling and, and tough. A
0: pandemic, too.
1: Yeah, and so there's other factors of...
0: And you're working in healthcare, so it's like,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> seeing each other's like risk of exposure and, like, crossing... Like, yeah. Yes,
1: it was just very, very, very stressful, yeah. and I had kind of ended things leaving the door open of, you yeah. know, because I've always had the idea where, you know, how do I know? Like, I have such, yes. like, issues, like, can I make this yes. decision? There's so much pressure on it, but yeah. um, basically I left the door open. He was like, this is, like, how can we ever recover kind of thing, but... Um, so did
0: you kind of break up with him? Well... <sighs> you don't have to disclose. Anything you don't want to share, just give me this little signal
1: right here. I... <laughs> no one's going to be listening. The thing is, he's going to be one of our three listeners, so <laughs> And there, okay. So let's just to add other things on. There was also two pretty significant deaths close Mm. to me that summer, like was our friend one. Yeah, and um, like uh, another family member, and so things were just if if the scene was set for things to go wrong. I mean, there was there was no cheating, no infidelity, no like crazy things like that. It just, like, I honestly just need the relief of, like, not having to... And that's not a good thing to say. Like, I'm not, like, necessarily...
0: Almost, like, I really get what you're saying. Death changes your perspective on what it means to be alive. Yeah. And I think being in a relationship, you feel a sense of, like, responsibility to give. Like, naturally. Like, a a natural, like, mutual, it's reciprocal. We're, like, both feeding into this relationship. Mm -hmm. But like when you experience a really just intense death, I think it like limits how much you can give. So you're like, I'm just like, I, the, what I have, I need to keep for myself just to keep going. Yeah. And I don't have a ton to give to another person.
1: And neither of us had anything to give. And, um, just for some additional perspective, the year prior we were on our clinical rotations So every five weeks, he and I were at a starting a new job, living in a different city, Mm -hmm. making no money, but working 40 hours a week. So, and none of our locations match up. So we were already doing long distance basically for a year and then you add the pandemic. And I basically, I'm trying to justify everything because I, there wasn't like a single one reason to like, whatever. In summary, I thought the break was nice because then I was able to revisit the relationship and fully know what I was missing and how compatible we were and how much I missed him Mm -hmm. and I was like fighting it because I was the one that essentially broke up with him Mm -hmm. so then for two years I had to live with that decision and be like maybe I messed up maybe I didn't I don't know I started dating other people it's like ugh this is not great sometimes
0: when you date other people it really makes Mm -hmm. you realize that finding someone you're compatible with is like a needle in the haystack
1: Yes, so basically what it came down to is I was able to get a job closer to him, not because of him, but I wanted to live in a bigger city, yeah. and we reconnected and revisited some of those mm-hmm. things, but, um,
0: okay, this is my plug for myself, um, oh. Foz's boyfriend, if you have any cute friends who are single, let me know,
1: <laughs> you can't, this should be, this should definitely be cut out, like, right now, like, cut this out right now, but, um, there is someone I possibly want to... <gasps>